One's a blonde, one's a brunette. You put them together, what do you get? Amanda and Emily. It's a show about nothing at all. Amanda and Emily. Come join us and you'll have a ball. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Amanda and Emily. We have a podcast. I'm Amanda. And I'm Emily. And welcome so much, everybody. Thanks for being here. What's this now? We said in the end of episode 138, we did this whole thing and we said, Skitty Marinka Dinky Dink. And we said, if people listen to the end of the episode, they heard Skitty Marinka Dinky Dink say that code word on That's our true. 4073 Gypnip. That's true. Not one person's done it. I think you mean episode 139. 139, what did I say? 138? You did. No, I think it was one. It was one. I think it was two one episodes before. ago. I think it was two episodes ago. Wow, that's because I gave upsetting. them the grace period of doing it. That's when really they didn't do it. So you're just feeling a little down. It's like feel like we give so much to the M and M's, and I'm all broken up about it. Emily, I'm so sorry. Well, maybe maybe when we finish, I'll look at my phone and there'll be a message from. Well, we haven't put this episode out yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's. When I finish listening to it. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome so much. Today, we are here for episode 140. Oh, we're on the pod map, people, ladies and gentlemen. We have hit the pod map. Pod map. 140 eps in, we're on the pod map. Everybody knows that famous equation for making it onto the pod map. 140 eps. You're on the pod map. You've made it. I've seen our location on the pod map. Mm. Quite pleased. It's dead Great. center. Great. Yep. So we have a we have a lot, a lot of space to grow. Um, where are we in terms of never eat shredded wheat? Oh, uh, I mean, my God, they've been on for five years. <laughs> so have we? No. Three, two. Oh boy. Uh, I think we're coming up on four years. But um, I meant ne- never eat shredded wheat. Uh, the podcast? No. <laughs> The, the direction, that's how you remember north, south, east, west. Excuse me? <laughs> Never eat shredded wheat, north, east, southwest. But it's, but it's just four things you have to remember. You don't need it. But you need to know the directions. Oh, so it has to go in that yeah, order. Yeah, so it's never eat shred. Yeah, it's not like never shredded wheat eat. <laughs> I'd never heard that. Well, that's how you remember it. Well, that's how I grew up remembering it. Other people have remembered it maybe other ways. North, east, southwest. Why does it have to go that order? Because <laughs> direct the order that it is on the compass. Yes. Okay. 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 <laughs> That's the order that you go in. When I do my oh, compass, gosh. I go north, south, east, west. Bing, oh. bing, bing, bing. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> you're welcome. Now we've got now, it. Now, and anyone that is a that explains a lot about why never you're shredded lost. eat wheat. Then, if you're one of those people, come my way. <laughs> there's other ways to remember it, but I don't. I don't know what other people have. Like there's an other N E S W's acronym is an a- what that is. Yes. 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 Cor- yeah. No. No. This it's is like a, a mnemonic an, device. Demonic device. Mnemonic. Mnemonic device. It's a mnemonic device. It's not an acronym. Yeah. It just helps you remember the thing. Because that's like uh, on the staff, the music staff, the lines. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah. Uh, are all uh, every good boy deserves fudge. Uh-huh. E G. B D F, and then the spaces are face F A C E. Oh, that's now you can read music. Oh, I did it. (laughs) Reading music is a different language. Like I I don't, I could never, 
I had to in college, and it was, Jesus. I, I, I didn't. I could. I, I would tell professors. I was like, like, I can't. I, you can show me it all the times. <laughs> I'm never gonna understand this. I'm sorry. Or I would understand it, but I, you, you can't like um, execute it. Like you can understand the That's theory this, of it. But what's that gonna do? But then what am I playing? What yeah. am I doing? Singing yeah. it? Were you? Did you play an instrument? No, just the voice. Just the voice. Just your voice. But that's, that's what Those I mean. Those poor unfortunate souls. Huh. You know that is? That's the second time in a Do row. Do I know what that is? I mean, what am I? Of course. Well, you looked. Do you know what of, that is? Emily, do you know what that is? <laughs> uh, that's the second time in a row in, in our episodes where uh, organically like a Disney song has come up. I thought you were going to say a song where a body female singer was singing it. Like so Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. I th- that did come up recently, but I don't think it was in the last episode. It Maybe it was. It was in the last episode. Certainly it was. Certainly it was. Okay, well, um, uh, what now? Yeah, well, anyways, all I'm saying is music reading, read horseshit. Sorry. So anyone that can do it, you're a, uh, a you're gypsy. A, you're a, a gypsy. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but they're frightening. I think uh, smart. Smart. <laughs> music. Music. Can readers. you imagine having a guitar and all those strings and all the frets and like being able to just You lost look, me at fret. Being able to look at this weird equation and sort it and yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I then can... also sing and also make things up. At the, yeah. Nope. What is ha- What nope. are those people? Nope. No, they're magicians. They're magicians. They're music magicians. That's yes. Yeah. Speaking of music magicians, um, and speaking oh. of our Disney songs, <laughs> uh, moving into some corrections. Uh-huh. Uh, last episode, uh, we talked a decent amount trying to sort out Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay, the story of it. The first mm-hmm. thing we talked about was based on the song that was playing that we were trying to find out if it was High Ho, and I think it was. Dig, 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 dig. We mine the whole way through. Dig, 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 dig. That's what we like to do. Everybody needs a log. No, no. This is the part where I got wrong. In a mine. This part. That's what it seems like. This part. Where a million diamonds shine. Oh, you said a million dollar mine. A million diamond mine. million diamond mine. When do they get to high ho? Oh, well, this is the whole opening of the film, isn't it? Emily. Uh, well, I mean, you brought it up. Okay. so they're Also doing... very long. How are we not at high ho? Still, guys, we're a minute. There we go. There it is. A minute and 27, we get to the high ho's. That's a lot of time to get to the high hose. It's a lot of build up to but the I think they're, they're doing a lot of exposition there. They're doing a lot of like, here we are. There's seven of us. We're dwarves. There's a, there's we a, work there's a million mine. diamond mine. We dig, dig, dig the whole day through. It's what we like we to do. We actually enjoy this work. This is our life's okay. work. It's okay. not, we weren't shoved into it because of our small stature. Don't, okay. don't think, lest you think that. Okay. Okay. That, that feels fine. That uh-huh. feels fine. Um, the other thing that we were not quite sure of. Well, I was pretty certain of it. The story of Snow White? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, well. <laughs> um, okay, so we were a little confused on uh, the characters and how they were connected in Snow White. Yeah. And so I sort of just want to throw out, just clean generally it clean it up. So Snow White, she's a lonely princess living with her stepmother, a vain queen. So the evil queen in... She lived with that bitch. She lived with her and it's her stepmother. Okay. Why was she living there? What happened? Well, here we go. So the queen worries that Snow White will be more beautiful than her. So she forces Snow White to work as a scullery maid. A scullery maid? A scullery maid. What do they do? Well, now I have to click on it. A scullery maid. They were the lowest ranked and often the youngest of the female domestic servants and acted as assistant to the kitchen maid. 
Oh. So she asks her magic mirror daily, who is the fairest one of all? And for years, the mirror always answers the queen. You are, you are, you're the pretty one. But one day, the magic mirror informs the queen that Snow White is now the fairest in the land. (gasps) On that same day, Snow White meets and falls in love with the prince who overhears her singing. The jealous Uh, queen orders her huntsman, so that is different. The huntsman and the prince are different. In my brain, the huntsman was the same. Uh Uh-huh. To take Snow White into the forest and kill her. Which is real fucked. It's real messed up. <laughs> they want us as kids so to So this is the part this. I was saying. She further demands that the huntsman return with Snow White's heart in a jeweled box. Oh, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. As proof of the deed. However, the huntsman cannot bring himself to kill Snow White. He tearfully begs for her forgiveness, revealing the queen wants her dead and urges oh. her to flee into the woods and never come back. Lost and frightened. Yes. She finds herself uh, in a cottage which she assumes is seven orphan children because all the things are so small. They wrote that part? Yeah. Oh. In reality, the cottage belongs to seven adult dwarfs. (laughs) Emily, what are their names? Here we go. Sleepy, sneezy, dopey, grumpy, happy. Two more. Bashful. Great. Doc. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How did you know of that? You just, you're a person. I thought I saw their faces. You saw their faces. <laughs> um, they work in a nearby mine. <laughs> Search, obviously. Of course. Returning mm-hmm. home, they are alarmed to find their this cottage. Neighborhood's a very interesting neighborhood. Really? Cottages, small cottages. <laughs> They're alarmed to find their cottage clean and suspect that an intruder has an invaded has invaded their home. But the dwarfs find Snow White upstairs asleep across three of their beds. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what a guest. Long story short, <laughs> she just queen show, shows up, shows up, goes, str- pushes three beds together. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> hey, guys, I, these are big enough. Can you imagine you're just like stumbling through the woods and you're like, oh, look, there's some, some small people live in this house. Mm. Great. She goes in. She pushes furniture She's together. Like, so that's not just like an accidental nap. That's like a plan. She nap. took. T- she made she choices. Moved furn- she made choices and moved things <laughs> did around. Did she clean their house too, though? It did say they cleaned. She did clean oh, it. Not right, right. So. Anyway, so the queen discovers that Snow White is still alive when the mirror again answers that Snow White is the fairest of the land and the heart in the jeweled box is actually that of a pig. What? <laughs> is all of this in the movie? Because <laughs> this is upsetting. Whoa. At what point, it, I don't remember a scene <laughs> where, she's, where she's like, Huntsman, the, <laughs> this is the heart of a pig. <laughs> and I know that. Because I know swine hearts. I know swine hearts. <laughs> and also, there's hooves under my bed. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> so then she uses a potion. How she knows about potions, we don't know. She uses a potion to disguise herself as an old hag. Okay, now she's shape-shifting. The queen creates a poisoned apple. So this is where that comes in. That will uh, put whoever eats it into sleeping death. A curse she learns can, sleeping only, death. Okay. can only be cured by love's first kiss. This bitch is like sick. She's messed up. She's really, really sick. But I mean, I guess she could have just flat out killed her. But instead, she was like, well, came up with this bizarro elaborate uh, with plan the kiss situation. and involved like another guy and like potions. And so the queen goes to the cottage while the dwarfs are away. The animals are wary of her and they rush off to find the dwarfs. She fakes a heart attack. <laughs> Come on. And the queen tricks Snow White into bringing her into the cottage to rest. <laughs> Queen fools Snow White into biting into the poison apple under the pretense that is a magic apple that grants wishes. Wait, As Snow White <laughs> falls asleep, the queen Stop. proclaims that she is now the fairest of the land. The dwarfs return to their cottage and find Snow White seemingly dead, being kept in a death-like slumber by the poison. Yes, unwilling to death. bury her out in sleepless death. Sleepless death. Is that what it was called? No, sleep death. I thought sleeping death. Sleeping death. 
while seemingly dead, uh, unwilling to bury her out of the sight in the, out of sight in the ground, they instead place her in a glass coffin trimmed with gold in a clearing in the okay, forest. That's going to become an issue within like a week. <laughs> Someone's got a wind exit. Yeah. Well, I, I say let it fog up and cloud up because you don't want to see what's going to happen to that body. Well, inside she's just that sleeping. Casket. They think she's dead. Oh, fair. Thank you. Fair. <laughs> Together with the woodland creatures, they keep watching. The wo- I'm here. sorry. Oh wait, my god! What? A year later. Holy cow. Come on. She's messed herself by this point. Uh, she's made poopies. She made poopies like day one. <laughs> so I'm saying like there, there's things are going to happen here. Yeah. She's had, and if those sh- things weren't happening. She's had menses. Like yeah, things it, have happened. Aren't the dwarves like thinking to themselves like, hmm. huh, she's not decomposing. Hmm. This is weird. She's having her menses. <laughs> A year later, the prince from the beginning of the movie learns of her eternal sleep, visits her coffin, saddened Wait, by where her... where was this prince the whole time anyways? He had things to do for a year. I guess. Uh, he learns that her eternal sleep and he visits her coffin, saddened by her apparent death. He kisses her. How did he break into that glass coffin? Which breaks the spell and awakens her. <laughs> they made it out of saran The dwarfs wrap. <laughs> and animals all rejoice as the prince takes Snow White to his right, castle. Right, and then the queens wear. The queen, and then they, they don't tell you that the next thing happens. The queen shows up. Oh, oh I skipped that part. Lights them all on fire. I, I, I skipped that part <laughs> because I thought it wasn't important. But oh. apparently, I was like, oh, we'll just get to the end. As Snow, this is, as Snow White falls asleep, the queen proclaims, she, the dwarfs return with the animals as the queen leaves the cottage and give chase, trapping her on a cliff. She tries to roll a boulder over them, but before she can do so, lightning strikes the cliff, causing her to fall to her death. I skipped that part. I thought it was just going to be about the dwarves finding That's her. That's how they kill the villain in that story? Lightning. lightning. Well, you can't blame it on the dwarves because then you won't like them if they are like murderers, if they're seven little murderers. I would have been okay. I would have been like, guys, you had, you had to do what you had to do. <laughs> if they, Maybe not know. the best lesson for children. The whole film is nuts. Pig hearts. Pig hearts. There's like... Pig hearts. Yeah. Uh, shape-shifting. Glass coffins. Yeah. It, it, uh, people presumed to be dead are being preserved out in the open. Yeah. They're like, oh, we can bury her. We'll put her in a glass coffin for a year. You think about it. Kids are exposed to death like immediately in that film. Oh, almost in every... I mean, that's, like, that's all the Disney. thing about Disney movies. Yeah. yeah. But you know uh, what? Why do they do that? Just to make us like humble us all, to make us like realize I think like, listen. So many are based on like stories that were written so fairy long ago. Fairy tales and whatnots. Yeah. It's fairy tales and whatnots. <laughs> um, so. When does she sing Someday My Prince Will Come? I think it's, I think, oh, God damn it. <laughs> no, well, it doesn't matter now, but she does sing that song because that was the only correction I had. She does. She does sing that song. Then what's the one that Sleeping Beauty sings? Uh, no. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Because I can't. What's the one she does? Uh, she sings. Um, she sings. Uh, oh, baby, upon, baby. No. <laughs> no, it's once upon a dream. I know you. I, I walked with you once upon a dream. That one. That's her. I know you. Snow White's voice is crazy. It's, oh, but you know what I like about Snow White? She is like clearly on purpose. Probably because a lot of women were just that way. She's like a voluptuous, normal kind of like woman, like princess. Yeah. She's not one of the scrawn balls. No, she's not a little scrawny. She's like a full she's not a lady. Little, she's, she's not like uh, the little mermaid who's got like little teeny ways. Who's got like and, an eating disorder and can like concerning behavior. Well, I mean, I think she only eats shrimp. Shrimp. <laughs> oh, wait, can she eat She shrimp? can eat shrimp because like that's like her best friend. <laughs> she does It's her best friend. Her best friend is a crustacean. She oh. probably eats kelp. Um, Ice kelp? I guess kelp's, kelp is she a little fish. kelp. Here we go. Hold on. This is Snow White. It's very Marilyn. Look at her. She's Marilyn Monroe. She really is. Here we go. 
Come on. Get to it. Okay. Well, I mean. Here we go. A little too much rouge. A lot of rouge on her. <laughs> and she's got that like. She sounds like a, a Vitrola record player. <laughs> she sounds like a Vitrola. That's what I was going to say. But now. Is that, that's what they're called. A Vitrola. The old record player. Like, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. She sounds like that. Yeah. It's like, like if somebody sped her up a little bit. Yay, <laughs> my prince will. Yeah. And she could like slow that. and she'd yeah. be a little lower. Um, do you know what uh, Snow White said when she was. Um, Waiting at the one hour photo. Someday my prince will come. Do you just make that up? Mm-mm. It's, a, it's a Jungle Cruise joke. I used to have a Disney, uh, like, joke, um, joke book. <laughs> <laughs> like, collaboration. By the way, album. you just laughed like Woody the Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, I had a, it was like a, at the time it was like, you know, pretty renowned performers and it was all like, like a record modern. Yeah. It was a CD. Uh-huh. It was like modern artists doing classic Disney hits. Okay. Yeah. They used to do, it was called like uh, this yeah, Disney party or like something well, like it wasn't that party. Well, they, there were ones they did that uh-huh. were like remixes. It was like, do you want to hear Hillary Duff singing? It's a small world. <laughs> yeah. I had James Taylor doing the second start of the right. See, I mean, those are fun. <laughs> that's, that's more fun. I loved it. That's better than like, you know, Britney Spears doing the Tiki Room. <laughs> they got like pretty desperate towards the end. Wait, is that what they really had her? I do? don't think it. No, they. But they did do. I think it might have been Hillary Duff. A lot of Hillary Duff happening. Um, I think she did the Tiki Room, and it's it's really not good. Where's Hillary Duff now? She is just. Uh, she's doing the. I know she was doing Younger, <laughs> that television program. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now the uh, the Lizzie McGuire's new season, new series is coming onto Disney Plus. Okay. That's all for that. So that's all I had to say about that. So there we are. Also, I said the movie, I think it was very short. Snow it's White. not what it went out. It's long? 83 minutes. <laughs> so yes, it is short. Pretty short. <laughs> under 90. I mean, I'm surprised it's, I mean, under 90 seems, is pretty short. But, but that still seems long Hour 23. Hour 20. That's like a standard-ish. I, I bet without, no. Uh, Most movies are like an hour, two hours, I guess. Yeah. Are they? At between, I would say an hour 40 and two. I like when things are shorter. Oh, I love a snappy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like uh, I, we saw 1917 the other day, and it was like an hour 39 or oh. like an hour 42 or something. And I was like, yes. Yes, get me in, get Thank me out. Thank you, sir. We started playing a game that we'll put on a movie, and we'll see. How, we'll both guess. We'll write it down on a piece of paper how long we think we can watch of that movie before we are like, absolutely, please shut it off. So we'll go through the list. What are some examples? Uh, Agent Cody Banks. Oh, man. But we started with two. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it's like, how long can we both conceivably? Yeah. And then somebody has to give at some point. Yeah. And, you know, you write your things down, you put them yeah. away. So you can't, you know, manipulate yeah. your time. And <laughs> we would get pretty close, but my God, we watched like the beginnings. And I've noticed the trend is we'd get nine minutes into most. And then you're like, okay. And we're like, I can't, you have to turn it off. But the best is waiting to see who will break. <laughs> like, who will force. Are you like looking at each other and like sweating? Are you like, yeah. Uh-huh. Or like things will come up where it's like, I mean, how much more of this are you going to be able to endure? I can't. I have an update. Please. For anyone that was wondering, it, Amanda, you were actually correct about it, but we, we just had a little bit of uncertainty and I'm not going to get long, long winded about it. Okay. I'm just going to confirm that the pronunciation of oh. a GIF is a GIF. It is. I said it was and I don't, I, but I'm not going to do it. You're not going to, you're not going to say it. I'm not going to say Jeff, but that's what he the wants. The world has, dis- who's he? 
Mr. The man Jeff, that did it. Mr. Jeff. The debate over how to pronounce uh, GIF, which stands for Graphics Interchange Format, reemerged this week when Stephen Willett, the inventor of the widely used web illustration, declared it should be pronounced GIF. Well, I don't like really the- care, sir. I'm still going to call it a Band-Aid. I'm still going to call it Kleenex. Oh my God. And I know so, those aren't the real names for you're them. They're just so brand like. I mean, well, no, but that's, you know, just. Uh, the world has decided it's GIF, my friend. We sound weird saying GIF. GIF already exists and it's peanut butter, sir. Sir. Also, graphic is a hard G. It's not like it's graphic. Okay. So. Okay. I have one last update. Sure. I watched Goop. You I watched Goop Labs. Watched. I put it on Goop. <laughs> this is legit. Readers, uh, <laughs> readers, nope. listeners, uh, viewers, view. I'm going to say viewers. <laughs> readers is what they say. Shout out to Los Culturistas. They say readers on uh, that show. Um, listeners, this is news to my ears. I she, think you did might, not tell me this before we got on. I think it might be too busy for me to even talk about. Of course. Um, I'm just going to parcel out just like just Great. some loose information. Was this F1? Uh, I'm not. I. Th- I'm not. Sh- it has to be F1 because I just like rolled with it. I put. I put, press play. I. Pr- I hit yes on Goop and <laughs> yes Goop Lab, goop. and I was like, let's do it. And you're like, let's see these Goopers. I just want to confirm some of the things that you and I knew to be true. Great. The Gooper staff is like. It's exactly what you think it is. Yep. Okay. Um, mostly female. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow did not, in fact, go mm. on the excursion of that course. they went on the episode that I watched. Of course. I watched Hallucinogenics as form of therapy. Great. Uh, <laughs> and they did mushrooms in Jamaica. <sighs> Jamaican me crazy. It made me crazy. And also, Gwyneth Paltrow, I will say, did earn a little bit of points for me. I did think she seemed a little bit more uh, uh, relatable. Even though she only did the introduction? She only, off camera well, with nobody she splices, else? She splices in with no. her two cents throughout the episode. Okay, but she's in a studio somewhere safe. She's in a studio with one of the goopers that a, she sent out. Yeah, in America somewhere. <laughs> Definitely in her goop she's lab. She's in Los Angeles. She's in, in a goopy lab. lab. And, and so is there a goop lab? I mean, it seems to be there's a big communal place that these goop, goopers all seem to be And is the, does that vagina wall exist there somewhere? I don't remember seeing any vagina walls. Okay. I just had to endure their experience taking mushrooms. Mm. And it was a little bit hard to like, take. Well, <laughs> I mean, one of like, them. Like one of them cried a lot. One of them wanted to be held. It was just. <laughs> they should get just, together. Hold each other. They didn't want to cry and be held by each other, though. Mm -hmm. On my scale, uh, on my banana scale, I give it two bananas. Oh, this is a new scale. Yeah, but I mean, if you had to guess how many two bananas is on my scale, you'd probably be right. (laughs) It's out of how many bananas? It doesn't matter. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) How does two bananas sound, though, if you think about it? It sounds like... Okay. It's, it wasn't. It was enough to keep me engaged. Yeah. I mean, it's not one banana. I watched the one banana, two banana, three bananas, three bananas four. four. I watched the whole thing. But I, I can't say I'm jumping into another episode. Okay. The next episode was like you wouldn't call yourself a gooper. I'm not a gooper. Would you eat a goober? Oh, I like goobers. They're I not around. Mix a goobers lot. and whoppers up. Whoppers are the malt. Goober. I prefer a whopper. A goober's I, too hard to a eat. A goober is a chocolate covered peanut. Oh, which I like. Then what are the other ones? Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to be more specific. Whopper, malt, goober, peanut. There's another R- thing there's that's raisinets. Like, no. Oh, 
I like raisinets. So you also like yogurt covered raisins. So I like raisins. <laughs> you heard your hey guys, first, folks. <laughs> I like raisins. <laughs> okay, and when people make a huge deal. Out of like, oh, can you believe it? I saw an oatmeal raisin cookie, but I thought it was a chocolate chip. Whoa. And I went to eat it, and oh it was oatmeal raisin. Oh, boy. Hey, guys. They're both good. Oh, I love and an oatmeal raisin. I fucking do, too. And it there is there is a community out there. They are slandering Ooh. the name <laughs> of oatmeal raisin cookies. And honestly, I'm going to tell you right now. What? A chewy oatmeal raisin yes. is sometimes better oh. than a chocolate chip cookie. And I'll tell you this. Oh, my. Furthermore. Holy. <laughs> I think I'm over chocolate chip on its own. Holy cow. The standard chocolate Talk to chip. the hand. Yeah. Talk <laughs> to the hand chocolate chip. I'm sorry. You've been around too long. You need sometimes. I'm just taking a sugar cookie over you, chocolate chip. I need a peanut butter in there. I need a maybe a, a macadamia. Holy cow. Please. A white chocolate chip. Please, Amanda, don't create any problems. Chocolate chip. Your time is up. Okay. Did I tell you about how... Jen Yaffe recently sent me a video of her talking about cookies. And Amanda, both of your point of views, very similar. I'm, uh, a plain chocolate to chip cookie. To hell with a chocolate chip cookie. Get out of here. Especially if it's hard. Yeah. We, oh, we have moved past. What the a hell hard are we chocolate doing? chip cookie? I'm sorry. <laughs> get Goodbye. The, get the fuck out of here. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> First of all, I don't even really want a cookie. You don't really. Yeah, you're not a cookie lady. All right. We can't. Okay, but look, I'm just it, saying. Listen, I'm updated on the goops. I I I, I watch the goopers, and I'm 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 a you know goop, what we're I'm not geek. You know what we're not updated on what Sunday Monday wing day Tuesday Wednesday wing day Thursday Friday wing day every day is wing day with Amanda and Emily. That's right. We're <laughs> taking you live to the wink corner, bringing you. Bi-weekly news about Henry Winkler. Hey! Hey. I don't like Tom Hanks. (laughs) Hey, Chachi, up your nose with a rubber hose. Is that? I think it Mm, is. I think that might be. It's more Laverne, Laverne and Shirley, Mm. but I think it originated with. I think it might have been Welcome Back, Cotter. I think up your nose with a rubber hose was was John Travolta. Oh boy, correction, correction. Up your nose with a rubber hose. <laughs> anyway, I think I think I think Fonzie was more of a sit on it potsy guy. More than no, up I your mean, nose. But you know what? There you know what he and John Travolta, whatever his character's name was. <laughs> Johnny uh, Johnny Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino. Vin, Vinny Barbarino. I almost said Spumanti. <laughs> I believe that means a sparkling sparkling Italian wine. (laughs) (laughs) Look, okay, a couple of quick things. So first thing to know is that Wes Anderson, one of my favorite directors, coming out with a new movie. We didn't agree about that. Can you imagine? It'd be so rotten. There we are. Uh, He's coming out with a new movie. It is called The French Dispatch. And guess who's got a part in it? (laughs) The Wink? The Wink! Get out. Oh. He's going to be in a Wes Anderson See, Wes movie. Knows Wes knows what time gets it is. He knows what time it is. You know he who's understand. not been in one? Tom fucking Tom Hanks. Hanks. So eat, right. eat, eat that. I also want to say that when I Googled, because there's not that much information about the movie yet. But I'm sure there's a lot of pastels and... Uh, a lot of pastels, <laughs> a lot of... A atmospheric lot of shots. Atmosphere, yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> um, but I will say, we, what we do know is that it's rated R. Oh! For graphic nudity. Oh! <gasps> 
Wait a minute. Are you saying? So if you're crossing your fingies, I'm crossing my fingies. Do you know whose penis I've seen? <laughs> uh, what? Huey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis was in the movie Shortcuts. <laughs> Wait, you see his penis? I know you it see what Diane up. Diane Lane's bush. A you lot certainly of that. Do a lot of that. A whole scene. A whole. A whole scene. A whole scene. I remember we watched this in college, and I was like, I don't want to watch she, this. I don't want to watch her. She's holding her clothes. Couldn't she put them put on, on and finish this argument put on with a Matthew Modine? Yeah, put on, put on a bottom. <laughs> but Huey Lewis is out camping with his, his friends, lean. and he they, there's a full-on frontal. I bet it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Lewis is very good-looking. What? He is. Are you talking <laughs> he's about? Like, he's like... He's like Less, he's like JV. We Bruce just found your person. We just okay. Found maybe it. I'm thinking of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one who has the jeans? With- <laughs> I think Bruce Springsteen is very much a jeans guy. But Let me see him. Let Huey me, Lewis me up is, a Huey, Lewis. Huey Lewis is like the everyman. I mean, he's yeah. Like, he, he, he's like, but like handsome. He's like, put those old records nope. off. No, nope. okay. <laughs> Huey Lewis is what? He's like all oh, Back to the Future. He's like the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> Spring, Spring. Oh, okay. Yikes. Right. <laughs> I don't know which picture to select to show you. All right, this is important because. <laughs> you have to go try to the... find a good-looking one. Oh, you want me to do handsome? Yeah. Well, of course. Uh, well, they're all showing me like uh, of the moment images of. Okay, I found one that's like uh, slightly more favorable of him. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I stand by my decision, ladies and gentlemen. Just so you know, she did not hesitate for a second. I'm and into she it. said, "I'm into it." But the thing is, like my uh, dedication to Alan Alda. Yes. Can you look at this older photograph of okay. him and still stay committed right. to your love for Huey? Here we go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's still committed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Huey Lewis. We found him, baby. Even if he dyes his hair red. That's not great. <laughs> I will say he's also going through a really fucked up situation right now. Oh, no. Yeah. He, uh, in 2018, like, his hearing is beyond messed up. He says it sounds like he can't hear music anymore. It's really, oh. really sad. An article just came about it, uh, out about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You can Google it. It's very upsetting. That's like me and, that's like my Alan and his Parkinson's. I'm sorry. I waited on Huey Lewis once. And the first thing he asked me for was a cup and a napkin so that he could spit his dip in it. Ew. I know. We're like, well, there you have it. We're not going to say anything. I can't believe it. Are we out of the wink zone? Uh, We are not. I have one more thing to say about the wink. (laughs) Um, But uh, what I have to say is so What a discovery. I'm floating. I can't. And it happened organically. I can't believe we found him. I knew you'd get there. I knew I'd get there. I'm proud of myself. (laughs) So uh, bringing us back, not quite out of the wink corner just yet. Uh, one more thing to add this past weekend, a uh, week ago, uh, we had the Oscars. Oh. And if you uh, may recall, for what reason we don't know, uh-huh. uh, Eminem came out and, and, and... Sing Lose Yourself? Yep. He did yeah, it. why was and that? And it was weird. What and was that about? he looked older and there was no information. And then and, no one said anything And after? then they were like, moving on, I guess. So anyway. People commended his performance, though. They did. So Mark Maron, who's a podcaster and comedian, Love he, t- him. he tweeted, do you? I do like him a lot. I know um, he's a little bit nuts. He's fine. Uh, Mark Maron said, Eminem just killed it hard. Yeah, people thought it was like great. Henry Winkler retweeted it. Uh-oh. And writes, he is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all he said. And I just think that's so pure and wonderful. 
And that's it. That's the end Henry, of the week, Corner. Henry, th- yeah, Henry he really. He is so excited. When he came out, Henry thought to himself, this he's, is, yeah, he's this so is excited. exciting. <laughs> this is exciting. It's so right cute now. and so pure. And you think Henry was there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, uh, he's going to be in get, the French Dispatch. My friend was at the Oscars. If my friend was there, then how couldn't Henry Your friend, uh, Tom Hanks? <laughs> I did say in the last episode that if I met them, I'd hope that they like me. You did say that. I said when they meet me. Um, I was trying to pull the name Scarlett Johansson to say your friend Scarlett Johansson. But then all in my brain, I kept thinking was Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) Him and his turtles. Him and his turtles. I can't get into those. I can't get into those turtles. I can't get into those turtles. Anyway, that's all the corrections I have. And we're out of the wink corner. We don't sing a song at the end. No, no. We just go. Hey. And then we're out of the week. <laughs> and then everyone knows we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah it's mm-hmm. a common, common knowledge. But we're here to talk about, of course, episode 140, the topic at hand, blankets. <laughs> I have to say, guys, there are times when, when we post a topic where I'm like, ooh, baby, this one's gangbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much to talk about. And it is crickets. Big topics, you know. And then there are times when we throw... A dart at the at, at the old wall. Just throw something out there. And throw something out there. And then you guys are down for it. And I got to say, we are so psyched about your blanket stories. Blankets! Yeah. And we, we have certainly we, not figured out the formula. We don't. After what 140 you. episodes, you think we would have gotten to somewhere figured out, oh, we know the formula of what excites our listeners. Yeah. Incorrect. We, we throw blankets out there and we think this isn't going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. And then there you all are. Blankets. Yeah. M&M's. We salute you. This is what you guys were waiting for. This who, is what who, it knew? Is. who knew? We wish you would have told us. Did you have a blankie growing up? Because I've noticed a lot of the content that we received was very blankie, blankie focused. Heavy. Um, I not that I'm aware of. Um, I feel like yeah, I mean, I'm sure I had like a baby blanket growing up. I'm sure my parents weren't like, you can only sleep in hay. You know, <laughs> well, of course you were covered sure. in something. <laughs> I was. I, I had to have been swaddled. <laughs> I mean, what are my parents doing? Not swaddling me. But you weren't so attached to the blanket. No. Um, I think the thing I remember the most was like I had a teddy bear that my grandfather gave me. Um, It had no, I remember specifically it had like no button eyes or nose or anything, nothing that I could like gnaw and choke on, you know, as a a child or a dog. (laughs) And its name was Cinnamon. Okay. And I had that for a long time until my first dog, Brewster, uh, chewed it up. And you just had to deal with that reality. But it was never, yeah, but not that I ever remember being like, Cinnamon has to be with me all the time. You know, like it wasn't one of those situations. Like where when like, Cinnamon was gone, you were like, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I'll get something else. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, oh, what a bummer. Anyway, moving on. Well, that's a good thing for a kid, though. Uh, how about you? Did you have anything weird? I do, but I feel like my parents either created a ruse or it really happened this way. I just remember I lost my blankie on a plane. Mm. I remember like in transit. It didn't occur to me until we were out of the situation and I thought, my blankie. And my parents were like, oh, you must have left it on the flipping plane. We can't go back and get it. Like, there's just nothing you can do. Do you remember being, like, devastated? I remember being, I think it was the first time I dealt with, like, losing something that was important. I think it was less about a blankie and more about that feeling of, like, oh, shit. Like, you can lose things and then they're not there anymore and they're important. And that sucks. Some, I've heard that you can lose yourself. In the music? The moment. You better never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So exciting. <laughs> He's so exciting. 
Well, we've all been through our Marshall Mathers phase, so. <laughs> of course. I was mad his hair wasn't bleached. Anyway, um, <laughs> which is normal color. Was he doing normal's hair? He had a hat on, but he had oh. normal's hair and a beard, and I didn't like it. Oh. Did you find him sexy? It, to this time? Or what? which time? Old time. Maybe old time. I think maybe it was like, oh. He's nodding. Who's this bad man? Eight mile. He, <laughs> and he was B-Rabbit? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to talk okay, more about Marshall Mathers. Um, the, I, I, I didn't, my situation that, similar to that, I, I know it was like, uh, I had a pacifier. Oh, yeah. You know, as babies do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess my parents thing, what they did, they said that the Baba fairy came. And the Baba Fairy would cut off Baba the, Duke. The Baba Duke. <laughs> the Baba Duke would come and <laughs> terrify you in your dreams. <laughs> and he'd be like, Get rid of the Baba! <laughs> so you burned all your binkies. <laughs> I burned my bed. And that was it. Um no, they they cut off the, the nipple part. <laughs> so you couldn't you couldn't suck on the Baba. The Baba the Baba Fairy came. <laughs> That's what the Baba Fairy did? That's what the Baba Fairy does. Baba Fairy, you come in, it's like, oh, my Baba. Oh, my God, the Baba Fairy came. <laughs> what a fucked thing. <laughs> Tell your parents. Okay. That's a little nuts. All right. Well, they listen, so <laughs> they'll have something to say about it. Hey, you hear me now? Button Cath. Tune in. <laughs> listen little, up. That's a little bizarre. I told you about how <laughs> that episode that we were like railing on people who drink Amaretto. Did I, did I have, have <laughs> we talked about this? Amaretto? And my dad was like, hey. I, I heard me if I've already talked about this in the I episode. I don't feel like you have. But my dad was like, hey. And he like hit my arm. He's like, uh, listen to that episode where you said that uh, people don't drink Amaretto. <laughs> and I was like, who drinks Amaretto? And my I, my mom like came around the corner. And she was like, we do. <laughs> Are your parents Italian though? Of course. We're all right. It's a very, <laughs> I like feel like we had Amaretto in our house growing yeah. up. But like, who was drinking it with what? He was mad. Yeah. What? Here's what I want to know, bud. Follow it's an up. almond liqueur. Follow up cues with what? Yeah. It's like on the rocks. You're fucking disgusting. <laughs> Drink something better than that. There's a million other things. You're better than that. You're better than almond on the rocks. Oy. Oh my it God. Can't be on the rocks. Amaretto sour. Oh, it's so disgusting. Um, yeah, but so I anyway, to, I will say this. And uh, it, one of the listeners who messaged us did a similar thing that I used to do. And this I do remember about blankets. OK, this wasn't my blankie. It was just I remember my bed blanket. You know, some bed blankets, specifically probably kids, has a satin. Uh, I was going to say border? a brim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, blankets, a brim. Satin, yeah, a brim at the top. <laughs> it has like that satin top. A satin border. border. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's I just around the border, right? The trim. Trim, sure. Satin trim. Brim. I used to fold the brim in half and mm-hmm. uh, rub it between my fingers. Because you liked it. I liked the way that, the tactile feeling of Got it. Got it. That's my blanket thing. You liked that. Okay. Adam made a comment, my Adam, on the page. He just said, uh, he said, scratchy blanket, which is a private thing that no one would understand. And he just <laughs> put it out there like, wait, do you get a load of this? And he writes, scratchy blanket with no context. Because What's Adam likes a blanket that's like scratchy, scratchy. No, and so we have two blankets on the bed, scratchy like normal. Blanket. And then he always is like my scratchy blanket, and he'll say like, oh, "Give me my scratchy blanket," or "Don't use my scratchy blanket." So then you wonder, it's like, is he carrying over like a yeah. childhood blanket thing? Is something okay. Also, the blankets he likes, the scratchy blankets, not comfy, cozy. Of course not. They're, They're scratchy. scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> Do those have the these? What I'm no, picturing, no satin trim. No satin trim. See, I picture a, a, a scratchy with a satin trim. Those were the ones that we had growing up. That's the one that I had, like, got as a it. kid. And so the satin trim was like the nice, nice sweet, part. soft part. Um, 
when my husband and I were first started dating, um, he, his mom, uh, very sweetly, she made him, uh, we have a couple of them in the house now. They're my favorite blankets. Uh, she's made these really cool, what is the chevron? Like she's knit these she like knit chevron They're knit blankets. blankets. Yeah. So one of them is, was his college colors and one of them, or his high school colors. And one of them was, uh, my wedding colors. So mm-hmm. we have those now, but, uh, he, he kept it. It wasn't his like main blanket on his bed and he kept it in the drawer. And so when I would like come to his house, I'd ask for drawer blanket. <laughs> See? So yeah, I get it. Scratchy blanket. Scratchy blanket. Like, drawer, drawer blanket. blanket. Yeah. Why wasn't he using drawer blanket regularly? Because it wasn't his normal. Because it's like, it's not a comforter. It's like a knit, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah, more yeah. of a like, you put it on the couch, have a cozy time. That sort of thing. It's a cozy blanket. Copernicus has taken to um, chewing some holes in some of them. Oh no, in the knit ones? In the knit ones. But I will say it's made it a little bit convenient because sometimes if you want to be like all up you can have the blanket on you and sort of like a snuggie, you can just like take your arm through the hole and like look at your phone. <laughs> wow. You can read a book. You know, it is it's just helpful. like a snuggie. It's just like a snuggie <laughs> or a slanket. Two words, two things, slankets or snuggies. Those are two different things. Well, they're the same thing, but they're, they're, <laughs> advertised is having a really beautiful mind moment kind of a thing she's like sorting out a lot of blanket snuggie i believe was the first yes and like then a wearable blanket yes and then slanket came out slanket though is why why blanket with sleeves slanket but that's what snuggie is exactly this was the competitor slanket oh, that's tough stuff i know and if you're walking me. around and you don't use the term snuggie and you're using the term slanket that's I think that's the same GIF versus GIF. I you're think on the, GIF, yeah, you're on the wrong side of history. Yeah, GIF people are saying slanket. GIF people are saying snuggy. I just I'm drawing a line in the sand. I think everybody's saying GIF. Okay, well except for Stephen Stephen White wh- wh- whatever his whatever name his name is <laughs> Dick. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that is I did not have a blanket, but that's what I did have. The end. Also the Baba Fairy. Also the Baba Duke. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I, to this day, now, not not to mention her twice in one app, but Jen Yaffe, uh, she didn't have a blankie, but she did have a, what were those things like, <laughs> okay, well, now I'll never, they're like fluffalumps or like, they were like soft, satiny dolls, puffalumps. Shit. Are those the ones that looked like windows? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> there was a, I know them because DJ had one Look on Full like House. like windows. <laughs> I can't begin to understand like how, how the imagery even works. Uh, uh, DJ Tanner on Full okay, House, this is... she had a, a window. <laughs> what? And it had two little feet. It was picture a window. A window with feet? <laughs> no. Legs, I guess. And feet. And it had little arms. Okay, well, these weren't those. Okay. <laughs> they were like snuffleumps or like okay, some. Okay, Emily, you're making fun of me for saying <laughs> windows. And you're like, no, Amanda, they weren't that. They were snuffleumps. Well, whatever As if were. that's something. She, to this day, I think has hers still. Does it have a name? Oh, golly. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Okay. Well, that's that's. Awful. I feel like she does call it something, or you know what? Maybe at this point she's gotten rid of it. Puffalump, maybe is what they were. Okay. Anyway, pillow okay. pillow lump. No, they're not puffalumps either. Forget it. To hell with it. Okay. All right. Well. So, anyways. Um. So yeah. So by the way, Adam comment. Your Adam commented. He wrote scratchy. Period. Blanket. Period. And then just commented to his own comment. Spoiler alert. 
Yeah, I mean, I think he thought like, oh, this has got a lot of legs. This is that really I like gonna, a scratchy blanket. This is going to do it. I think it's because we've talked about it, he and I, so much that I'm always like, I don't understand. Like, why would you select this item, which is definitely not a comfy cozy? It's scratchy. It's yeah, a, it's not a an unpleasant cozy. blanket. To to this day, his his past scratchy blanket, I have in a pile that's going out to Goodwill and goodbye to hell with it. So you're giving scratchy blanket to someone who? To I might even throw a scratchy blanket in the trash. I think, I think scratchy blanket's ready for the. Trash. I think I'm going to throw a scratchy blanket yeah. in the trash. You heard it here first, Adam, who's not listening to the. Show. <laughs> Adam doesn't, and if he did listen to the show, he would know. Emily Adam doesn't listen. We've made a lot of arrangements. Yeah, okay. Well, does Tim? I don't know. Yes, he does. Oh. Uh, I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, Charlie <laughs> wrote in, uh, uh, not top fan, but should be top fan, Charlie. She just writes, blanket forts. Greatest children, somehow even better as adults. May I suggest recording this episode from a blanket fort? If you need recommendations, first of all, she's telling us how to now make one. Two chairs with a blanket draped over works well. Don't forget the sign with the name of your fort taped on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, we should have. If we had thought ahead, we should have done that. We could have been, how does anyone know that we're not right now? We could have just told them that we were. Thank you, Charlie. We are in our fort right now. And our fort door Two chairs. <laughs> it's one sheet. It's, and it says, it says, no boys no allowed. No boys allowed. It says, no dogs allowed. Oh. Do you know that? Is it droopy? No. That's <laughs> Snoopy. <laughs> in a, in, in a, Charlie, a Charlie Brown special. I think it's called No Dogs Allowed. It's a Charlie Brown movie and Snoopy keeps trying to go places. And the repeating refrain is... No dogs allowed. Tim and I say that to each other once a week. <laughs> why? Oh, okay. I. But why were they doing a droopy dog thing? They're not. It's like a. a it's that like is a, a deep, very it's droopy a bar- dog. No, droopy dog is no dogs allowed, sir. That's droopy dog. Yeah. He's he's the elevator man in the well, elevator. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, you're just much better. <laughs> Okay, I can't do it. No dogs allowed, sir. That's your droopy? Yes. I must be thinking of a different dog. I must be thinking of a different dog. Anyways. He's the the door, the elevator doorman in Roger Rabbit. Going down. Doesn't he sound a little bit more? He does say going down, sir. Going down, sir. But uh, yeah, I thought he had more of an affect, like like a, a, I don't know, more like, okay. Not that I could think of, but maybe I'm incorrect. I I don't know droopy that well. I mean, clearly neither do I. Here we are. Making some grand assumptions about Droopy Dog. Mm, okay. Droopy Dog is Warner Brothers. I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't remember seeing him in the Warner Brothers store that I would frequent when I was a child. <laughs> no, but plenty of Tasmanian Devil. Garbage. Oh, so much. Coming out of my little pocket, my red shirt with like, do you guys remember those? Those Looney Tunes t-shirts you could Who buy? Who are you talking to now? You're just... Shh, Emily, I'm talking <laughs> to the kids. Uh, the cool kids. Uh, they had little pockets and then coming out were embroidered Looney Tunes characters. So is this your Tweety face? I never had a Tweety phase. <laughs> Even though my mother to this day calls me Tweety. That's her nickname for me. She calls me Tweety. Huh. I was never into Tweety. Where did that come from? I don't know. Hmm. Tweeter B. Tweety B. That's me. Tweeter B. So interesting. <laughs> yep. Without any context. My brother's Beezy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Beezy. I can't help you. Was he a huge Ramona Quimby and Beezus fan? He loved Beezus. <laughs> Beezus. <laughs> Ramona Quimby, age eight. I loved. Loved. Ugh. But isn't Beezus in that? Beezus is her older sister. It's her older sister. Yeah. Beezy is my brother. Different. What's Ramona's name, though? Ramona, Ramona Quimby. Ramona Quimby. 
Beezus Quimby. Uh, Beezus, I believe, is Beatrice. Is it is Beatrice. Okay. Anyway. Anyways. All right. So we did get more listeners. Uh, so uh, this is a real roller coaster. This is from Marina. She sent us a message on Instagram. Okay. I had slash still have my blankie. Okay. I used it way longer than I'd like to admit. My blankie has a name. Ticky blankie uh, or tickle blankie. I've searched eBay for years trying to find another one. One time my ex-boyfriend's mom was cleaning our house and she put it in a pile of rags by the front door. <gasps> I almost lost her that day. She refers to the blankie as her. She said that uh, her daughter has a blankie. Uh, I thought I was slick and bought a backup identical one and she knows the OG blankie and will accept nothing less than that. What do kids know? How do they know this stuff? I don't know. She probably put a mark on it. The baby, the infant child, put a mark on the blanket. The infant child. She I was never that attached. So, like, I do know several people that had a blankie, and we had more stories like this. Like, uh, I used to have a blankie. Uh, I used to have a couple blankies that my aunt made me. I've always been a super texture person when it comes to touch, even as a kid. So I would rub the blankie between my fingers when I sucked my thumb. It's like you. That's like me. I messaged Kayla back. That's from Kayla on Instagram, and I said I also did that. The end. The end. But yeah, so a lot of blankie stories. Blankets, a lot of that. conjure that kind of thing. Um, I will say that I Googled because this is something that's like a lot happened. This is very common, like having blankies and that sort of stuff. And so um, on whattoexpect.com, an article uh, just this year, January 24th, uh, titled Attachment to a Toy Mm -hmm. or Blanket. Yeah. Whether it's a threadbare blankie or dog-eared doggie. And I don't understand the dog-eared part. The item is seemingly glued <laughs> to your child's body uh-huh. as he resists all attempts to leave his transitional object, uh-huh. a.k.a. his lovey. Wait, I, I don't like that. No one says that. His lovey. That's weird. All attempts, he resists all attempts to leave his transitional object at home or even let you wash it. Why it happens. Most children get attached to a specific object, most often a crib blanket, stuffed animal, or thumb. <laughs> You mean something on their body? <laughs> something that you could never take away? Mm, mm, we're going to have to figure out that one. That's the whole rub with That's that whole the rub with the thumb. Can't take it away. Can't take it away. <laughs> you can't get a thumb fairy. <laughs> Just cut off the top. Shove your thumb under your pillow at night. <laughs> Shove it under. Uh, before they reach their first birthday, but this behavior usually peaks in the second year. That's because transitional objects provide a sense of security when toddlers are really beginning to explore the world and become more independent. Plus, oh, uh, transitional objects, they are now referring to them as TOs. Plus, TOs provide comfort at a time when childhood fears, parentheses, of the dark, of strangers, of dogs, starts in earnest. Hmm. Were you scared of things like that? um, I mean, we all know about the dream I had where I looked in the mirror (laughs) and I was just an eye. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so things like that stick with you. Okay, a bad Um, dream, though, is a bad dream, like, I don't remember being scared of the dark. I know I I know like strangers were very scary to me. Huh. Like because I feel like for I feel like as a kid growing up in like the 90s, I feel like they were very big on like, hey, a stranger is going to fucking take you. (laughs) Anybody looks at you in a friendly way. If you don't turn around, you get the hell out of there. You call the cops. Call the police. (laughs) So I think that was like probably something I was pretty scared of. Yeah, I, I get that. So. Um, but yeah, so apparently, uh, things you shouldn't do. First of all, you don't tease your child about his attachment to his beloved object and don't insist that he give it up. You can, however, take these steps to make it easier for him to let go when the time is right. So set limits, steal it and lie about it. it. (laughs) Set limits. You can enlist your child's help. 
Ask him to find a special place in the house where his blanket will be safe while he plays outside. Oh, but it's du- cold out. Buy a duplicate if possible. Oh, she tried and the kid's hip to it, so. Keep his hands busy. Whoa. Oh, a lot of sewing. A lot of cat's cradle. Uh, uh, we need two more sets of curtains for the guest room, honey. <laughs> Put them up. I'm working as fast as I can. <laughs> uh, crank up the comfort. What? Well, Emily, make sure you give lots of hugs and reassurance so his T.O. isn't his only source of solace. Lots of, I'm telling the kid they're great all the time so that they don't yeah. need their blanket to tell them? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know, their blanket's <laughs> telling them. Why are they so flippant attached to the blanket that they're not listening to me? Well, Emily, I mean, it's... What's the blanket doing for them that I'm not doing for them? I'm not comforting? Let's keep... Oh, not when you talk like that. Not when you make them sew curtains for you, you know? They're a, lucky I have okay, them working on okay, projects okay. like curtains. <laughs> I started them at napkins. I started them at napkins, and they were doing good work. If they can't handle the responsibility of curtains, they're going to talk to the blanket about then, me? Then they're curtains. The curtains for them. Curtains for them. I can get enough kids in the neighborhood to help me with curtain making. I don't need my own kid to do it. So I, I have a question. Why do you need so many <laughs> curtains? I'm supplying everybody. The, oh. Everybody in the neighborhood. Are you selling them? No, I'm. I'm ob- legally obligated to make sure everybody in the neighborhood has curtains. Why? It's just it's something that they set up. <laughs> Who's they? We all have to do a thing, and my thing became make curtains for everyone. What in the are some other things in the neighborhood? Uh, other things. Uh, supply every family with a set of pots and pans. <laughs> okay, Emily, I don't. I think you're living on a commune. <laughs> what? I think maybe you're living on a hippie commune. No, it's everyone called Spring. It's called Spring Dreams, and we live there. It is off the grid. I mean, we do everything ourselves. Okay. I think it's just conscious. I think we're just mindful of the okay. of the world and the universe and the universe. Global warming. Wow. <laughs> Global warming, period. So I got that's kids it. making curtains. Don't ask me any more questions. Goodbye. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Spring well, dreams. I appreciate it. Spring dreams. No, one, no, we are not accepting don't any it. applications. Yeah, don't Google it. <laughs> You'll never find it. Um, wow, blankies. But isn't that interesting that like we were like, all we said was blankets. And, and a lot of people were like that, you know, we get, we get blanket fort. Yep. But mostly a lot of people were like, I had a this blankie. Is my, this is my blankie. And but I, we I all use nice. a blanket every day of our lives. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I think. Um, I just want to, before we uh, finish up, I want to say that Sherry wrote in. Oh, that's a good Sherry one. Sherry provided a photo. Please, and thank you. That is a great one. Sherry, Sherry writes, confession time. Mm-hmm. I still have mine. See? And I'm not parting with her. Her Again. name is Silky. And I've had her since I was a little girl. Can't remember not having her. To this day of traveling, she goes everywhere. Except Vegas last year. Probably why I couldn't sleep there. I have to have Silky next to my face as I go to sleep. Then she usually ends up on the floor. She is soft. Hence the name Silky. Comforting and has been there for me my whole life. Never deserting me. Once I deserted her by leaving her in the wash and forgetting till bedtime. (laughs) Wait, I can get frustrated and scream, yell, and cry into her for all the while being comforted by her. Dennis even knows when I pass, I want a piece of her with me. Oh, my. Am I weird? If so, I don't care because I got my Silky and you don't. And That's she sent silky. A little, she sent a little picture of Silky. It's Can a I pink. Look at the of silky it's piece? pink and has like a little design on it. Oh, boy. I can't see how big it is. It definitely looks as if it's had better days. <laughs> um, but I love that, Sherry. An adult, a grown woman telling us she doesn't care if she's weird. She's got silky and we don't. You know what baby. I'm, You know what I appreciate about this and you know what I'm realizing right now? It's not only that Jen had the puffalump or the doll. The window. Jen had the trim of her blanket. 
So Jen to this day has just the trim. It's a filthy, wow. just messed up satin. And where trim. does it go? It's like on in it, her bed. Now that she's married and has a child, I, I have to believe <laughs> she's not doing this anymore. But I mean, this would be, we'd be in our thirties and I'd be in her room and, and like, it was there. There it was. Wow. So I, some people, they have them. They mean something to you. Do you them. think it becomes a thing where they're like, I've held on to this thing for this long. Now it's like, now I have to hold yeah. on to this thing. See, but you also, I think it also goes with my tendency that I'm not a keeper of like things. sentimental. I'm not. I, 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 you know, my husband's a pack rat. Love him, but he will hold on to everything always. Right. And I'm like, I don't want it. Toss. Mm, I don't have any need for this anymore. You Toss. You probably certainly have some things that you have sentimental value towards that you've yeah, had for course. like years. Do you have anything since your childhood? Yeah, I mean, I have like pictures and that kind well, of pictures, stuff. Everyone should have pictures. Everyone should have pictures. Everyone should have pictures. <laughs> um, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I have stuff like that. Like, oh, um, yeah, I mean, when I when we moved from my house out of New Jersey, when we moved, when my parents moved from that house into here in Florida, um, we all went through. My mom had these huge, like, Rubbermaid, like, you know, Tupperware, huge things filled yeah. with, like, all of our stuff. And we were going through them of, like, trash or keep, you know, donate stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I have, like, a big Tupperware sort of thing, a huge, like, pink one that's filled of with, Of what like, you deemed oh, important yeah. enough to keep. Yeah. So I have, like, you know... Uh, you know, a Steve Urkel poster, um, the T-shirt from the first musical I did that's like signed by the whole cast. But see, like, are you OK? But you're going to keep that T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, and do what with it? Keep it in that bin. Keep it in that. bin. I have a little Mr. Bigglesworth. A little what? A little Mr. Bigglesworth. He's the bald cat in the hairless cat in Austin Powers. Ugh. So I went through pretty big Austin Powers phase. That we do know about this. We know. So it's not that shocking that you would have that. No, it's not. Cat. It's not. Um, Emily, you feel pretty good on blankets? Yeah. Okay. I'm just shocked by the outpouring of emotions about blankets. I, I kind of love it. And it made me very happy. I'm happy. Thank it you, everyone. It was a nice everyone. peek into everybody's world. Even though you didn't leave a message giving the code word of skidamarink a dink a dink on our 4073 Gypnip. I'm still pleased with the turnout for blankets. I would say looking at you that you're pleased as punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She really was. Um, now, um, I love to end the episode today. Now, I feel like... Uh, oh. I feel like after all that blanky talk, I feel like the blankies and the comfort for adults, uh-huh. sometimes you seek elsewhere. What? Like... In a bar. Okay. That's my blankie. A bottle of amaretto. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's my blankie, baby. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to tie why this quiz makes sense. Uh-huh. So the quiz from our favorite website, Quizoni. <laughs> well, your favorite website. I think it's ours. Okay. Um, this one is a bar name generator. We've all had that daydream. Open a bar Wait. with your friends and be instantly cool. Okay. But what is the perfect name for your future dream bar? This is okay. Take this generator quiz to find out. Okay. A generator, though, it just. Take this generator <laughs> quiz to find out. It doesn't seem to make Emily, sense. what's your current drink setup at home? A swanky bar cart? A small home bar? A couple of dusty bottles? A variety pack of beers in the fridge? Nothing. I have some basics. Yeah, I think the beers, maybe. What do you want the actual bar top to look like? Wow. White granite. Concrete and funky. <laughs> funky. Glass. Walnut. Pine. 
or something more unique. <laughs> more unique than walnut? Uh, uh, I guess the first, the white. White granite or concrete and funky? No, I don't want concrete and funky. There's okay. going to be a bunch of divots in it and everything. Which of these the- words best <laughs> describes your bar? Industrial. Minimal. Luxury. Dive. Steampunk. Gay. <laughs> Gay. Great. <laughs> what special feature sounds most exciting to you? Bar lights. A gallery space. What? Comfy chairs. Wait, okay. Uh, fireplaces. Multiple. An ocean view. Wait. Or celebrity guests. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I want celebrity guests. Great, obviously. What's your go-to drink? Wine, beer, margarita, champagne, a cocktail, or something else? Uh, okay, th- so they just, so just anything then? Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know what? We make a great margarita. Great. We're not even a margarita bar, but you people come here one. for our margaritas. Where do you want the bar to be? First one just says downtown. Yeah. Just says downtown. Uh-huh. And then L.A. Oh. And then a, sip, a, a hip surf town in the mountains, Ireland, or Brooklyn. What the fuck is this list? So, Emily, that's going to be your list. I'm so. going to say in the mountains. Ooh, fun. I want a weird spot. That's okay. why the celebrities are coming. I got it. Okay, pick a word. Here we go. Bam, mighty, yes, sassy, live, elegant. Live could also be live. live. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I like mighty. Mighty. Which of the countries that would you most like to visit? Italy, the Maldives, Chile, Cuba, New Zealand, Japan. Japan. Who do you own the bar with? <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> my partner, my friends, my brother slash sister, a top sommelier. <laughs> a top sommelier because, like, I, I don't want them to be, like, related. They're like, like, right. That seems like the only business choice anyone's making. That's true. Okay, here we go. This is important. What is your special specialty cocktail called? This is it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rainy nights. Okay. Siren tears. Whoa. Elixir. Pride potion. Wanderlust. That last one. Wanderlust? I mean, you're in the, the, the rest are kind of ridiculous. How do you want your bar uh, to be described? Welcoming. Trendy. Hot. Culinary. Fun. The best. The best. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> Who frequents your bar? celebrities the most attractive people yeah artists mm. everyone mm. tourists locals or my friends locals what kind of beer do you like best <laughs> ipas sours kolsch oh god stouts i prefer hard cider <laughs> uh ipa <laughs> pick a hard liquor oh my god jack Amaretto. <laughs> not a choice Sadly, sorry, bud. Jack Daniels, tequila, bourbon, vodka, gin, or brandy? Brandy. <laughs> Jack Daniels, bourbon, tequila, vodka, brandy, tequila. Which of these words best describes oh you? Oh, my God. Bubbly. Surly. Or that one. Laid back. Creative. Ambitious. Confident. I honestly think surly. <laughs> Which of these would you most want in your bar? 
A pool table. Celebrities. <laughs> Darts. <laughs> a jukebox. Ooh. Oh. A dance floor. A chef. A view. <laughs> Golly. It's like, what? How come I have to choose? <laughs> Are we serving food? I don't know. You make the choice right now. I don't want to deal with food service. Okay. I like a jukebox. That's fine. That's fun. How would people hear about your bar? <laughs> oh, my God. Instagram. Word of mouth. Flyers. Flyers? Or travel guides. What? <laughs> Not one option is the internet? Instagram. Uh, okay, I guess Instagram. What would be your role at the bar? Strictly owner. Owner? Strictly? Oh. Okay, well, Bartender? Promoter? DJ or event planner? I think you'd be the uh, owner. DJ. I don't want to be any of uh, the other bullshit. What are these design trends are you most into? Penny tiles? Neon signs? Driftwood? Succulents? <laughs> books? Armchair? Books? Books. Succulents. You do like succulents. Now I'm thinking that this whole bar is like all over the place. There's like a white... What's most likely to be in your bar? Celebrities. A, a, <laughs> I'm, well, you got one close. A vase of wine corks. No. Specialty drinks. Right. Models. No. An air hockey table. I mean, N- I would like that. No. An indoor waterfall or a dance floor. <laughs> oh, golly. What was the first one? A vase of wine corks. No, the second one. Specialty drinks. That. No air hockey? No. Does your bar serve food? Of course. Only light snacks. No. Yeah, I just don't want to deal with food. So, so no. <laughs> but then everybody wants food. I already pressed no. Okay, well. Which of these cities would you most like your bar to be in? Seattle, Portland, <laughs> New York City, The Keys, Austin, or Honolulu? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I guess like, I first of all, I said in the mountains. <laughs> uh, Seattle has some mountains. Yeah, Portland too. Okay, then I'd prefer, I think, Portland. Okay. But now I feel like I have so much competition. Which of these would best (laughs) describe your bar? Sleek, dark, clean, colorful, loud, tiki. What? (laughs) I hope people think it's clean. (laughs) That would best describe, out of all those words, best is clean. Yeah, it's not teak. Tiki. Tiki. What's the other ones? Loud, colorful. No, I don't want to be loud. Dark, sleek. Okay, colorful's fine. Great. Which of these fruits would you most like in a cocktail? Strawberry, blackberry, blood orange, grapefruit, prickly pear, cranberry. <laughs> grapefruit. I feel like maybe you'd like cranberry. <laughs> she pointed at her vagina. Emily! It was <laughs> Doesn't even make you sense. only. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's good for UTI. <laughs> okay, here we go. Which of these would you most like How to try? How many more? Which of Two. these would I most like to try? Homemade limoncello. Oh, pol- I fucking hate limoncello. A Paloma. I don't know what that is. Oh, I do. I, White I wine do not slushy. Care for a Paloma. I don't want a sidecar. No, a hundred no. year old bourbon or no. a Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Golly. Pick a flavor. No. Mango. <laughs> pink lemonade. Ginger. Mint. Coffee. Cream. <laughs> Wait, cream's a flavor. Cream's a flavor, baby. I don't want fucking any of those. Go through those really fast again. Mango. Pink lemonade. Ginger. Mint, coffee, cream. I guess mint. Okay, last question. Which of these drinks would you probably avoid? Anything blue. Anything tropical. Alcoholic milkshakes. Ew. Shots. Mojitos. 
A cotton candy margarita. Oh, golly. A lot of bad ones. I was going to say the shakes until you said cotton candy margarita. That one, the number one? And since one? my business is kind of like we make a killer margarita, I don't want to sully our name okay. with cotton candy margaritas. All right, Emily. Your bar name is <laughs> the Red Oak Tavern. This is whole quiz. Your bar should be called the Red Oak Tavern. You're a simple person who wants nothing more than a good drink, some chats with friends, and now and then a hearty meal to tuck into. You are modest and laid back. The end. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. I think we can agree, though, that maybe, just maybe now, there's a festival that happens, right? Got it. Once a year. Got it. Portland, Oregon. Got it. And all of the celebrities... Go to this little mountain, this little, little hush hush, little locals. hideaway. Yeah. Colorful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody knows they're like, oh, you got to go to the Red Oak Tavern. They don't have an indoor waterfall, but they're, but it's good. <laughs> I describe it as colorful. <laughs> uh, they don't have cotton candy margaritas, but they do have margaritas. So they're very good. Margaritas? Margaritas. Uncle Paul. Oh, Uncle David. <laughs> Uncle David. <laughs> Isn't there a Paul? I don't know. I feel like everyone, no. I don't have an Uncle Paul. Do you have an Uncle Paul? No. No, sorry. I think Paul, the name went away. It didn't. <laughs> Do you know any recent Pauls? My cousin Paul. Oh, oh he oh. actually sent us a message. What did he say? The, he was the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I now. was going to say everyone can't got, go back into the I topic. I was going to say though that everyone's got a Paul in their family. They have to. Okay, he said. <clears throat> My traumatic childhood blanket-related story, I had a blankie. As a kid that went with me everywhere, far too many years that I care to admit, one time I was sleeping over at a friend's house and I thought it would be fun to warm up my beloved blankie by briefly holding it against the big cast iron wood stove. First of all, a cast iron wood stove. What was he? Why why were you sleeping? (laughs) (laughs) All was well until one time I held it there for a bit too long. I pulled it away from the stove to find that a good portion of the blanket had stuck itself there, (laughs) leaving brown patches of melted synthetic fiber goo. I was devastated. Polly, you can't do that. You can't. Not unless you want synthetic fiber goo. Wow. Burn okay. blanky. Unprecedented that we hop back into the topic after a quiz. Well, but we had to. We didn't I had to make sure. The whole Paul thing was going to Forgot about that. Emily, that brings us to the end. I can't believe it. Well, we got your bar name now, so that's pretty good. Yep, I can start with all the other stuff. Get that white bar top made. Yeah. And get, uh, get it concrete and funky, just the way you like. All the celebrities. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready for, to move to Portland. Yeah. This is a lot. It's a lot, but you know what? It's going to be worth it. <laughs> yeah. Well, once a red oak tea. Please call it by its full name. Sorry, Red October. <laughs> um, but we're heading towards the end of our episode. And Emily, something exciting is coming up in our plug section. Certainly. On March 26th. Thursday. Thursday 9.30 p.m. Sack Comedy, Comedy Lab. Lab. <laughs> A brand new show. <laughs> it is called Pause. Pause. Uh, and we are super, super excited. We've been talking about doing this for a while. And uh, finally, we're doing it and making it work. Pulling that trig. Pulling that trigger. We're going to do it. That's right. Emily, do you want to talk about it at all? We are going to watch. You know, Amanda and I, we could watch anything. But specifically, we'll have a little bit of, I don't want to call it trash. 
I want to call it, tre- some would call it trash, some would call it treasure. Yeah. Um, we are going to curate the best of the worst television programs. Yep. Whether it is reality TV, whether it is ridiculous programs from the 80s and 90s or maybe even before. Where people were serious about the content that they were creating, but you can't believe now, looking at it, that, that anyone that was serious. was something. So we are going to watch it with you on a big screen at SAC. Gigantic. G- huge. <laughs> we're going to watch the big screen at SAC and we are going to occasionally pause... To discuss the ridiculousness that's so happening that on the sort screen. out what the writers yep. are thinking. What were the actors thinking? What How did you, this happen? What, what are your the audience thinking? Uh, we might have some games going along with it. Some special guests. They'll be drinking. There'll be opinions. There'll All be, sorts of fun stuff. Yes. Dress so, up if you want. I don't yeah. care. So we'll be, as we get closer, because again, it's March 26th at 9.30. As we get closer, we'll talk more about what show we're going to be doing um, and maybe some themes and that kind of stuff. That you can, yeah. Do a little tease. Little, yeah. Little, little, little tease. I mean, I don't want to say that this could ever be an option. But or oh, I don't know uh, what it I is. I know I'm trying to think of it right uh, now too. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that you can do it. I can't pull it. <laughs> anyway, there's gonna it's gonna be delightful. We are so so excited just to have a ridiculous show uh, where we can all have fun uh, and watch these shows that we have uh, really loved uh, and are ready to bring to all of you. Yeah, if you, you want missed it. If you want any more information about it, you can go to sack.com slash pause. P-A-U-S-E not uh-huh. the dog kind. <laughs> Please. No. The, 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 for anyone that might have been confused. It's not but You can go to sack.com slash pause. Not a dog. Not and a dog. Uh, all the info's there and we yep. encourage you to buy your tickets yep. and Golly, we can't wait to see it. Yeah, and more it's info. Been a more info to come. And if you're looking to get that information, you can find us on Facebook at Amanda and Emily. You can find us on Instagram at Amanda underscore Emily underscore show. And of course, you can always comment, all those sort of things. Uh, Wish send you us would. messages. And you know what? You can always call that Jip Nip hotline 407 3 G Y P N I P to give and us a call. And if you mention the Skinny Marinka Dink, you might get a well, shout out. Get a shout out. Maybe you get show. a little gift or a little treat, and who knows? But you won't know because you're never calling in. So, so who knows? Forget about it. Anyway, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope we'll catch you at the Red Oak Tavern. Love you, mean it. Bye. That was Amanda and Emily. It was a show about nothing at all.